3: Should be.
2: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. We begin hour two of the program as it's really weird. You know, tonight I'm in studio. Every couple weeks we come in, we do our podcast for special teams, which, oh, by the way, our new special teams podcast dropped earlier today. Every week, Mike and I look back at special teams, specific year in sports, and this week we look back at the ambush at Mile High, the Jaguars' huge upset victory over the Broncos in the 97 playoffs, 96 season. Uh, Why did the Jaguars not turn into a dynasty? How bad of a loss was that for the Broncos? One of the biggest upsets in playoff history. The Ambush at Mile High, Jaguars, Broncos. You can download it, listen to it. iTunes, Spotify, use the iHeartRadio app. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio app. Wherever you listen to podcasts, it's available. Don't forget, rate us, give us five stars. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Do it! And ever and ever and ever. Amen. Uh, but of all the weird things this baseball season, you know, coming in at night here, I'm, I'm in the studio and you know, we have the four TVs in front of us as normal. The thing I'm having the toughest part getting used to is that we're getting to watch the Dodgers every single night. That's weird, on. isn't it? That's the weirdest part. All the other games, the cardboard cutouts, oh the line drive knocked the head off of that dog down the left field line. No no. The weirdest thing is getting to see the Dodgers every single night. It's so strange.
4: It it is a, a new world order after the last couple of years, uh, where we would uh Let's just say we'd have to be creative if we wanted to watch the uh, Dodgers on a given night. Yes.
2: Uh, that's, that's a good way to say it. Creative. Is that yes. The nicest yes. Way to say it? That's the most legal way to say it. Yes. That is right. That's very legal. Uh,
4: creativity. Uh, <laughs> and you know, people drawing pictures uh, uh, without the express uh, written consent sometimes, but it, it, when it's all said and done, it, it's a new, new age, a new season. All the new heroes are out there. And Look, it's just been a strange twenty twenty. Why? Why not mm-hmm. <laughs> add that to it? What's strange about that? We get to watch them.
2: Well, Dod- I mean, and through no no hooker by crook, no figuring out a way, no nope. g- no getting onto Reddit and trying to figure things out. No, no, no. We just we just have it. Just turn on the TV. The Dodgers run. It's no insane.
4: Click- clicking a link and praying. Yeah. No. no I mean, you just. <laughs> Turn on the TV and away you go. So uh, that that's a beautiful thing, no question. I'm watching this dog of a basketball game, uh, and uh, I got the well the Houston Astros and the Arizona Diamondbacks as well. So uh,
2: nobody, no, still no Astros getting hit tonight. We're still at zero, right, for Astros hit by pitch. Yeah, last
4: I saw, okay. I had tuned away for a few minutes to because right. uh, <laughs> it started to get a bit out of control, uh, as you well know. And that bottom of the fourth when the Diamondbacks put. Nine across, uh, but swinging a long one, and well, maybe the long comeback begins with that first, uh, first swing, so we'll see what happens. And uh, me, baseball to play, uh,
2: yeah. Meanwhile, speaking of the Dodgers, they lead the Padres now 7 2, middle of the sixth inning. Jock Peterson, who boy, the Angels miss him, uh, he's got two <laughs> home runs and five of the seven RBIs tonight for the Dodgers. Uh, bottom of the lineup, knocking in all seven runs so far, so the Dodgers lead my Padres. Uh, Big series here in the West, my Padres, Padres. my Dark Horse World Series team. And so far, if you're looking at one of those divisions, it's going to have three playoff teams. Uh, It looks like the NL West is going to be one of them. You've got three teams that have started out pretty strong so far. The Rockies are in first place. The Dodgers, you know how good they are. And the Padres are playing pretty good baseball.
4: See, I just like when we uh, were doing all our predictions and Dark Horses, I legitimately offered the Marlins up pre covid mess uh as a lot of young talent some good young pitching let's see what happens but the division would be too hard if they stop the fight right now they're in first place well yeah if, Granted, if you, they it, played half the game yeah but if
2: you make them go by winning percentage only and the Marlins said we're stopping playing now be tough to get to winning percentage of 830 which is where the I marlins are out. very difficult
4: Winning percentage.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Marlins were off for a week and didn't play a game, and the Mets are seven games behind them in the loss column. Seven (laughs) behind in the loss column. That's a pretty bad week. At it's Mets, uh, But uh, tonight was a really big night in the bubble for a couple of reasons in the NBA. The first one, listen, uh, the Lakers are getting a lot of attention because they got drubbed tonight. And look, they clinched first overall in the Western Conference. We knew that these games coming up... You can't draw too much from them. I'm sorry, but there's some games you can draw a lot of conclusions from and some games you can't. You can't draw conclusions from the Lakers losing to the Thunder by 20. What the hell are they playing for? All right, then, you know, AD is playing 29 minutes. LeBron is just up to 30 minutes. There's no reason for them to go crazy killing themselves. What the Lakers need to do is figure out who are going to be our bench guys that come through that we need to count on when we get to the playoff series. You can't just say, and I hear this all the time, because of the anti-Lakers, by Look. I have no dog in the fight here. I picked the Clippers to win the title in the beginning of the year. I told you how the Lakers can win as long as they get offense coming off the bench from from Waiters and, and Kuzma, which is really going to be the key to this team in the playoffs. But you can't sit here and tell me that, oh, the Clippers are going to be fine and there's no worry about them. But, oh, the Lakers who are actually winning, oh, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. They might not have it. That's just a load of crap. That's just being anti-Laker and find a different take. You know, find a way to, to say something that doesn't completely contradict what you've just said about stuff some games you can take a lot away from some games you can't. I don't care that the Clippers are getting drubbed every single night. What I care about is they're going to have all their players enough time to start the playoffs, and they can be cohesive and come together. It's not about wins and losses. Now it's, when are they going to have their whole team? That's the big thing. Are they going to have, when is that going to happen? Because we've been waiting for that since November. Conversely, for the Bucks and the Lakers, these teams, they're not playing for anything. All right, So you just got to back off. There's certain games that you can say, this is what matters and this is what we can see. We're seeing a good level of basketball so far, but obviously the wins and losses for a lot of these teams, it doesn't matter. And and, and to say that it matters for some big teams and not some big teams, that's just being stupid. That's, that's just saying I, I can't come up with anything else to say, so I'm going to criticize one team and I'm going to prop up the other team just because. And and. That, and You know, that's something that hey, if that's what you need to do to get by, hey, you know, God bless you and if people listen, that that's awesome. But in the end, look at yourself you gotta look at yourself in the mirror and say, Am I doing the best job I can? Or am I just completely doing stuff and I don't care how it comes out? That's kind of just how I look at certain things and and when I see takes like that that I go, That's just lazy. It's just lazy to say. There's no difference. You, you can't tell me the Lakers losing is a big deal and the Clippers losing is not a big deal. I, it either is for both or it's not for both. But you, we're, we're changing the, the the meanings for each one just because of how we feel about one team or another.
4: Yeah, I think when it comes down to it, I mean, with the Clippers, you caveat the, caveat the guys that are missing. Even going back to last, you know, the, the season opener, you know, when – or the restart opener – See, see what I did there? Uh, where everybody got excited and it's like, well, Lou Williams is chicken winged out of play and, and Montrez Harrell isn't there. And Patrick Beverly had missed time. So he was only playing, what, 16 minutes, I think, in the opener. So you shrug and go, all right, take it for what it is. With the Lakers, they've clinched the number one seat. Do I have reservations that I've expressed the entire season about everything beyond the big two? Absolutely. That doesn't change, but at this point, you got to go beat them, right? This is the Ric Flair idea of regular season. They got the belt. You're still going to have to come and take it now. Uh, on the Eastern Conference side of things, the Milwaukee Bucks have looked disinterested this entire restart run. Does that mean I'm suddenly you know, jumping off the bandwagon for what they are in the Eastern Conference? No, <laughs> but... Hot take theater is what we get into, and hot take nonsense, that's the hashtag if you want to put the hashtag out there. And that's what you have to do because you got a lot of games where it's just, all right, they're going through the motions. I mean, the the hottest take I can come up with right now is Memphis is tanking. Oh, man. <laughs> they don't want the eight seed because they know they can't win, and then they go back into the lottery to add to what is already a fantastic nucleus. Well, that's the and thing. And they lost Jackson – to an yeah. injury. Yeah. That's
2: that's the most uh uh I don't want to say impressive because a team losing is not impressive, but that's the the most important takeaway from tonight is that Memphis loses again to Utah, and it's now four straight losses in a row, and Memphis has let everybody else. Back into the race for the eight nine spots in the Western Conference. Well,
4: and their schedule the last four games is awful,
2: right? And and they've already not been winning. And now what are you going to do? I mean, they they have let when the bubble started a week a week or so ago, and the Pelicans lost their first two games. Oh, that's it. They're 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 done. I mean, they, they, look what's going to happen. And all Memphis has done by losing four in a row now five overall, they now have a one game lead over the nine spot. And here's where 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 goes. 8 is Memphis, 37 losses. 9 is Portland, 38 losses. 10 is San Antonio, 38 losses. 11 is New Orleans, 38 losses. 39 losses for Phoenix, 39 losses for Sacramento. This is insane. This is where all the fun and drama is at the bottom of the Western Conference. Mm -hmm. Because you have seen some teams with the restart embrace it, and other teams say, yeah, yeah it's whatever, we're going to lose and go home. Because I have seen, and if I had to pick my two teams that would make it to the 8-9 game right now, I would say Portland and Phoenix. Those would be my teams because these are the two teams that I know have embraced the restart and are excited to play and are excited to show up because that's half the battle in the bubble is going there not with one foot out the door saying, I'm just we're just going to play a couple of weeks here and then we're going to go home. You have seen these teams from the beginning embrace this as this is our chance to make the playoffs. This is it. We're going. Why not? Let's go do it. Phoenix scores a lot of points. Portland, they don't look like an eight seed. They, you know they're getting stuff from Melo now, and and they look like one of the contenders in the Western Conference. Even though the reality is they're down, you know, in ninth place. But these are the two teams that I can say they've embraced the bubble. New Orleans hasn't embraced the bubble. San Antonio's hasn't embraced the bubble. Neither is Sacramento. These teams, the ones it's going to be about being mentally strong and that desire that you have to have, it's always there in the playoffs. And the teams that are, have the most mental fortitude win but this is even more so now when you're factoring in do we even want to be here in the bubble you really want to get there and win you have a huge advantage over everybody else so i'd say right now if i'm going eight nine when it's all said and done portland and phoenix those are gonna be my two teams
4: Well, I talked about the the Blazers yesterday, banging the drum for them with the health of the the front line coming back because we already knew about the guard play. Phoenix is always just fun to watch, right? 29 and 39 overall. Even in the regular season, you had no idea what the hell you were going to get on a given night. And and that's, to me, you know, if you're a Phoenix fan, you're frustrated. But for us, when we'd have it on in studio, you didn't know if they were going to put up 130 or if they were going to be broke. And come up with a, a dismal effort and get run out of the gym. They come up with a win against the Clippers. And again, you, you take what the Clippers are putting out with a grain of salt. But every you beat, can only beat who's on the schedule. And Devin Booker is embracing the opportunity to be in this showcase. And DeAndre Ayton as well, a guy who's, let's face it, there's been a lot of negative ink about his health and, and ability, you know, want to down the stretch, and so he's looking like he's got a different attitude in this restart. And then Ricky Rubio, just because he's a nice uh, well, he's a nice footnote in the history of point guards being drafted and where they end up and what happens to them. Sorry, Scott, uh, talking to our boss. Uh, I mean, he had 18 in that game and another guy who, you know, with all the hype that he came in with, he's trying to prove that he still has some values. So you got guys that are playing not just for the the playoffs as a team, but with a lot of individual uh, needs to prove something as well. So, you know, chalk that up to the desire to show out in the bubble.
2: Twitter at how about a fresca Mike at swollen dome the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon it's different in the aspect of the players lives are turned upside down and and who can embrace the the. Unexpected, because that was that was a big part. Remember, we did that big pie chart and said, "Okay, what what's it going to be to try to win? Yeah. You have to embrace the unexpected. You have to have the desire to want to win. You have to have all of these things there." And it was impossible to tell coming in who those teams were going to be. You know, we're, we're, if you coming in, did you really think a team like Portland, with all, all the how outspoken some of the players were about, "Ah, oh, are we really going to have a chance to win? Should we even go?" You know, Damian Lillard. It didn't sound to me like Portland was ready to get excited to go play basketball. And look at them. Look how good they are. It, it, it's oh my God! Look at this, the Pelicans. You would have thought they're so ex- tremendously excited. We can't wait for the Pelicans, boy. Zion in the eighth spot. They got to play the Lakers. What a great first round and so well, far yeah, they've just been. That
4: n- yeah, national thrust yeah. behind Zion Williamson. Absolutely, and they've been
2: nah, so far. I, you, you really, it's been so hard to tell who was going to be coming in but after that now it's been easy to tell what teams are here to play and try to win and at the bottom of the western conference it's easy those are the two teams that are there and want to win so that's why i'm gonna no matter what the schedule is like because i know phoenix has some tough games down the stretch they got to play dallas you know at the end of the season doesn't go doesn't go that great for them but if you want to win and you're playing a team that doesn't really care about winning guess what you're gonna win especially if you have a little bit of talent and Phoenix has a little bit of talent. So do the blazers. That's my eight, nine game right there in the West.
4: I I like the cut of your jib. You know, I had the, the blazers in. So, and you look at what Memphis has to, to finish things off. I mean, I guess they're, they're helped by a little of the, uh, I don't want to by at least one of the teams they play, (laughs) but you've got, uh, they'll play the thunder on Friday, Sunday, they've got the Raptors Tuesday. They've got Boston. And then, on paper, it's a beast, but we, we've seen they don't care. Uh, they've got the Bucks to close out the eight games. So, uh, on paper f- – Pretty miserable, right? Uh, but but to. are the
2: Bucks going to real? Are the Bucks no, really Buc- going to be playing? Bucks aren't going to care. No, but. they're not going to care. Some of those teams aren't going to care. Terry yeah. Cummings yeah, is going to come matter. off the bench. Yeah, I mean, really, by the time it comes to the end, is Dallas really going to care? Are they going to go? Are, are they going to make sure that that Porzingis and Luka Doncic are playing thirty-eight minutes in that game? Right. No, it's going to be, hey, how about you guys play a nice twenty minutes, and then we're going to sit with our uh towels on our shoulders and let the rest of it go. You know, on paper it looks tough, but like I said, certain teams aren't showing up, whether it's for we want to leave or we don't need to really get going until the playoffs. Yep. Do you think they're going
4: to have a that. big banquet for all the teams that are leaving?
0: Oh, that would nice. All the, all the costume nice. characters in sure. line.
4: Like it's the end of the night at Disneyland, and yeah. you're walking to the exits, and they're just waving at you. The, the fireworks go Dale. off. Yeah. yeah, there's Chip and Dale at you. <laughs> uh, and there's you know Goofy in whatever costume they put him in uh, and on down the line. No, that'd be great. Uh, I could say that could work if it wasn't
2: for the fact that the second the final buzzer hits in the bubble NBA players are gonna want helicopters to land on the floor and just take them away take me back home I'm going back home now I'm leaving I'm out I'm done with this bubble I am going home I got all my stuff it's like uh, when when you uh when you go away for uh, for soccer tournaments and stuff like like you and I have gone away with our daughters playing in soccer tournaments when you have to pack on Sunday morning because you're either you know playing another day or you' you're not, but you got to pack and check out of the hotel because if yeah. you're not, you don't want to worry about getting charged another day. This is what NBA players are going to be for that last game. We've all checked out of the hotel, bring all your stuff with you. We're going to leave right from the, right from the I, arena, like going to go right think. to the airport. That's how we're going to do it.
4: No, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm with you. AutoZone
2: has more ways you to get what you need when you need it. With their free same-day pickup, you can place your order online, grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations, in-store or curbside. If you have a job that can wait until tomorrow, AutoZone offers free... free... Free next-day delivery on orders over 35 bucks. Just order by 10 p.m. At AutoZone, free next-day delivery is available on over 100,000 parts. So visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. That's AutoZone.com. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Straight ahead, what is easily the best news of the day in sports, and I like the fact that it's something that's coming and going, and we're not paying a lot of attention to it. That's next, Fox. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, so last night was soft rock night. Why can't you double up? No, we can. Uh, look, don't make me make this Hall & Oats
4: night. <laughs> well, we never got air supply night. No, we never did. We would have r- some Nickelback. No, why did you have to say that? Did what somebody is, say Nickelback? No. You know,
2: one time I want you to surprise me with, look at this Instagram. <laughs> one can wish. <laughs> lay of eggs and a side of ham uh all right well that got us away from hauling oh no got us back yeah. to Holland oats. Not one of my favorite Hall and Oates songs. Kiss wow. on my list. Not one of my favorites. There's, 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 there's many better well, Hall a deep and Oates
4: reservoir. songs. Oh, it is. And I mean, Carol's have, house is about as good as it gets.
2: They have one of the most underrated careers in all of music. I mean, we talk about oh, look at all Mariah Carey's number one hits. Look at all Madonna's number. I think Hall and Oates had like forty five number one hits in nineteen eighty three alone. I mean, this is they had they had some kind of run well, in if this you late seventies and early eighties.
4: Yeah, I mean if you watch the soft rock infomercial in the middle of the night, when they start scrolling through the hits, they're like every fourth song. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's how I mean really, I think they might have had
2: fifteen number one hits. They may have had that many. I always I always love Whenever and that's that's a guilty pleasure. Whenever something like that is on late at night, and they come up with a fifteen minute infomercial. Hi, we're so and so from Air Supply, and you know, wouldn't you like to have all these great songs, you know, in one place at one special price? and i find myself watching it for like 15 minutes and all it is is how about some great songs like this and they play a song and they show you some titles and it goes to the other guy going oh, here's a little man,
4: bit of the video what a what a
2: great time this was in all of our lives and we had great songs like this and then they would play more songs you know? and then they would go back to the other guy who would say man i remember those songs and how about these these were great ones as well and they just keep for 15 minutes that's all it is and there i find go. myself i'm just going to watch cuz i just want to see the names of the songs that come up and i go oh. Oh, I remember that song. Oh, I remember that song.
4: Because I got problems. Six number one hits on the Billboard Hot 100. Rich girl, kiss on my list. Private eyes. I can't go for that. Parenthetical. No can do. Man eater and out of touch. But they had 34 hits. On the
3: hot one, on
4: 40 million albums sold. That's less than Nickelback. How does? Oh, uh, what? What is? What is?
1: The matter Did with somebody you? say with Nickelback?
4: <laughs> I don't know how songs like.
2: Okay, all right, all right, yeah. <laughs> Taishu just playing them all right now. He's gonna play everything we got. <laughs> I mean, how do songs like you don't make give my, him the button? <laughs> I don't. I don't know how songs like "She's Gone" and "You Make My Dreams Come True" and "Sarah Smile" how do they not make it to number one? I mean it was it was much more competitive in the seventies, eighties, nineties as far as there are a lot of great songs that never got to number one. You're like, how did that song not get to number one? Meanwhile, if that song came out now, it'd be number one for like three months.
4: It got oh, to number four.
2: What what a great song that is. Uh, it'd be number one. But uh, you know, it got, it got to number four. It, did, it, it didn't make it. It was past
4: written that. about Hall's then girlfriend, Sarah Allen. Uh, the couple were together for almost thirty years before breaking up in uh, two thousand one.
2: Did you know that, or did you, you, no, you read that? No, I got oh, okay. fast fingers. All right.
4: Very, did you say fast or fat fingers? I oh, have. Both. Okay, all right. That was pretty Not good. Not quite the same panda hand as no. yours, all but, right. you know, meaty. Well, I, I <laughs>
2: It's very, very meaty, let's say. Uh, big news coming up in 90 seconds, because I love the fact that this story is so good and so positive, and it's something that we just now take for granted Maybe you saw this headline, maybe you didn't, but I'm glad that it's something that is sort of going along the lines of okay, great that it's not so much a headline anymore. Is that the NBA, the day after the NHL announced this, the NBA announced zero positive COVID 19 tests for the second week in a row, the second big period they were tracking. Yesterday, the NHL announced zero COVID 19, positive COVID 19 tests for their time in the bubble. You know, and When we see this now, we go, okay, great, we move on because we're all in on the NBA and the National Hockey League. And while fans are still in on baseball, we kind of look at it a little bit with, are we going to see the end? How's it going to go? It's kind of baseball might have to get dragged across the finish line. Football's going to have some issues, but hey- NBA and, and the NHL, we're all in. We're talking about winning games. We're not talking about COVID 19. Notice that. Whenever we have a baseball conversation, COVID 19 is a part of it. We talk about the NBA and the NHL, we're not talking about COVID 19. Right? That that's where we've that's how far we've come with these two sports in just a very short period of time. And the couple of big things to take away from this, because anytime you get a story of No positive COVID-19 test is a really big deal. It's Part of it is that, okay, it's great to see, but it also goes to show you that this is successful in the bubble because it limits the bad decisions that 20 and 30-something people can make. Right, the, the bubble isn't working because NBA players are all deciding, we're going to straighten up and fly right, nothing matters but the game. No, NBA players were told, you're playing here in the bubble, you're not going to get outside of it, you're not going to do something you're not supposed to be doing, and you are not going to bring COVID-19 in, you are just going to play basketball and that's it. You would like to think that all sports, all athletes would think that way. But they don't, which is why the NBA and the NHL said, well, we got to go to a, do a bubble. It's not going to work any other way. We have to go play in a bubble because this is what's going to work. The other sports, you're seeing what happens. They have trouble. Why? Why is baseball in trouble? Because you have players on the Cardinals, on the Marlins, who are not subscribing to the social distancing and the guidelines that have been put out by Major League Baseball and put out by governments and society to keep the COVID-19 from spreading. So, this is not that, hey, basketball and hockey players are the great. This is, part of it is, okay, it's working and it's great, but it's really because we have to take the choice of making decisions out of players in their 20s and 30s who maybe at some point would figure, I can go have a beer at a bar, I can go out to here and go to dinner, I can go do this, I cannot wear a mask, I can do all of these things. We have to take that out of their hands because if we leave it in their hands, you look where you're at, then it's Major League Baseball.
4: Yeah, I mean... When we get to the to the bubble, you've got just a, a more rigid approach for the players. And, like, if they want to break protocol, they can. Uh, but the penalties, at least from a sociological standpoint, are severe. I mean, we've talked about it with baseball. As soon as, you know, Matt Davidson there in Cincinnati, he was vilified. And sports talk radio and the newspapers, and everybody took him to task and never developed. Multiple negative tests. He rejoins the team. Likewise, you've got in the NFL, Matthew Stafford. That's a whole other can of worms when it comes to the NFL in terms of timing and everything. But we know the bubble, as on its face, should be more successful, right? Canada has the quarantine act where you get fined three quarters of a million dollars and maybe go to jail for a year if you don't comply with, you know, the policies. And so that's why the Blue Jays are playing stateside. That's why, all right, you want to do this? Here's the rules of engagement. Come on in. You step out, the the penalties are immense. And for football, you know, they've got all the trackers and everything. So at least on paper, it looks like they've got all the right things in place. But we're not going to know until you start moving. And when guys go to visiting cities, do they decide to go out for dinner somewhere and add extra Exposure risk. It's not that they're doing something necessarily dumb. Okay, going to for chicken wings to Magic City isn't the brightest thing to do. Uh, even if you're on record of loving their wings. We get it, Lou. Yeah. They're named after you. That was his thing. He's like, well, you know, everybody knows how much I love him. was like, that doesn't matter. It's the rest of the stuff that may or may not have happened. And I don't believe that dancer for a minute, by the way. And she, she's probably cost herself uh, a lucrative dancing career at Magic City because of it. But no, no. Tips. I lost all that lucrativeness. I hey, can't believe it. Hey, because spo- the whole thing is you're paying for the anonymity. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah, the dance is one thing and the, you know, relationship that you have for that four minute or truncated song. But in the end, it's, you know, the pay payment is to go away and forget that you ever saw me Mm -hmm. not to go. Hey, I hung out with Lou Williams. No bad job by him. (laughs) But it's it's that type of thing of. You know, you don't need a snitch hotline. Plenty of people are happy to do that. And we all take some sort of risk when we leave the house, get takeout, everything else, right? Could be an innocuous thing. But, all right, you've got that prescribed and they're providing you meals and everything else. Don't add another variable where it doesn't need to be. You opted in. So play up to it for the two months or three months or however long you're there. But the bubble, the bubble leads the way.
2: Twitter at How About a Fresca Mike at Swollen Dome the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, a big question about a beard. i think after tonight we have to talk about this. Okay. Uh, it's it's not it's not it's uh, I don't think Tim Tebow's growing a beard. No, coming out one of the big stories tonight out of the NBA bubble, we got to talk about a beard and it's not James Harden. It's next That's Fox. Weird.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports
2: Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live. Hey, I
4: just got a, a tweet from a guy saying he's not listening to us again if that song ever plays. If, if what song ever plays? You know, from that band. Uh Hollow Notes? No. No? Dimefront? No. The one that triggers tie shirt. Yeah,
2: yeah, dime front.
4: Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
2: See, if I say something like dime front, it doesn't even he doesn't even think about it. Like he's not no, even paying true. attention right now. It takes a second. I to think process. dime front, dime front, dime front. But if I go
1: nickel back, did somebody say Nickelback? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man, he's actually eating funyuns while he's doing this. Really? I, yeah, I, he's. Yeah. That's super hey, When did grapes turn into funyuns? Right I, I think you're eating funyuns.
4: They're dried funyuns. <laughs> hey, Alex, do you have a dollar bill? I do. Can you give it to Jason? I'll pay you back when I come in. Yeah, you got it. Because I, I owed him a dollar for last week's bet.
1: Wait, isn't another dollar I need?
4: No, 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 no. no. I, I, I it get was the dollar. about you, but I bet him a
2: dollar. So I get 50 cents, right? Yeah, so you just need to give me 50 cents.
1: Okay, I can do that. That's
2: what it is. But actually, oh. why don't you give me 75 cents so I can get a soda?
4: Mm,
1: uh, only on one condition. What's that? I need to get a nickel back. <laughs>
4: <laughs> if I gave you a dollar and. Well, you, I owed you ninety five cents. How much would you give me? Oh boy, I'll tell you. Oh. What, what is uh,
2: uh, what um, oh, what was that? What's that big joke? It's uh, what do you call uh, oh, like what do you call what do you call Nickelback in concert with fifty cent? Forty forty five cents. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's something like that. It's a be- There's a much better punchline, but it's something like that. Was that was really bad. No, but it's a better punchline. I told the joke wrong. It's. A, I told the joke. It's a different joke, but it's about Nickelback in concert with 50 Cent, and it's something about 45 Cent. Oh, what concert only costs 45 cents to go see? What's that? 50 Cent featuring Nickelback.
1: Oh! That's what
2: it is, yeah. That's what it is.
1: All I heard ah. was Nickelback! Yeah.
2: Can we be done for like two minutes? Yeah, I'm good Can we be done now. for two minutes? So tonight in the bubble... The Lakers got absolutely thumped by the Oklahoma City Thunder, and uh, as I said top of the hour, uh, boy, that's a radio term. As I said about forty-five <laughs> minutes ago, it, it's not a big. It, it can't be a big deal for the Lakers and not be a big deal for the Clippers, right? It can't. Anything can't be a big deal for the Lakers if they lose and not be a big deal for somebody else. Just because you don't like LeBron or you don't like the Lakers, the Lakers didn't shoot well. They haven't shot well since they got to the bubble. It's fine. Everything will be fine. Nobody is shooting well in the bubble right now. This is because they haven't played in four months and you have to get back to normal. That's what teams are doing, taking these eight games to get back to where they are. Everybody's going to shoot well. And you know what? It doesn't matter. No team is not going to win the championship because they didn't shoot well in the eight games in the regular season. All right, No no one's going to, oh, they had shot better the first eight games. No, that's not going to happen. They're going to be fine. Uh, But the big thing of it is this, is that... Watching LeBron talk after the game tonight, his beard is a lot more gray than it was a couple of nights ago when he first came into the bubble. Remember, LeBron's beard was really deep, dark, and rich, and there was no gray yeah, in yeah. it. And now it's oh, it uh, looks so natural; there. nobody could tell. Nah, now there's a lot of gray in it. Almost as if he, almost as if he realized. Uh, People kind of saw through that, and with the with the no gray in the beard. So now either I gotta I gotta draw some in, or I gotta grow it out for a couple of days. Like either he cut out the, the you know all the gray, or he just colored in a gray to make it look like it's coming back faster. Uh, but definitely a different beard for LeBron tonight.
4: Now I told you my theory, man, going in. I don't know why he penciled it in. As soon as you showed the gray, you you get a little bit of sympathy and a reminder of, man, in his 17th year as he (laughs) tries to win another title. Look at him against all these young kids dominating on the board, his own putback, all of those things. I mean, you want to talk – I mean, look, the MVP voting is done. He's losing to Giannis. But when you talk about getting – really washed up good by writers pundits as they evaluate the playoff run it either becomes excuse making because oh look at the age what are you going to do or he's the hero
2: twitter at how about a fresca? mike gets swollen dome the jason smith show with my best friend mike Harmon. wait till we tell you what the nfl announced tonight they're going to have for this season that's coming up next this is fox